Welcome to the His Call Technology Podcast, where we are communicating tomorrow's business needs today. From just outside Nashville, Tennessee, join His Call as we discuss all things telephony, data, and infrastructure related to business leaders. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of the His Call Technology Podcast. This is your host, Chuck. Today, I'm excited to have in the podcast studio with me, Tom Ward. Tom is one of our account executives. Tom uh, previously recorded a podcast with us. The title of that podcast was A Mile Wide and Inch Deep, and it is one of our top 10 most downloaded episodes. Tom, welcome back. Hey, Chuck, man. Glad to be here. Wow. What a difference a year and a half makes in our world. Isn't that the truth? There's a lot going on in our world since we last did a podcast together. Yeah, some of the things we were talking about there that I thought, well, this is what we're going to focus on for 2020. Well, pandemic just kind of threw that some of that stuff a curve. And then we ended up focusing on a lot of things that we really hadn't thought about. Temperature scanners and work from home applications and all of those things that uh, that came up with uh, needing to uh, be able to continue to do business during a pandemic. That's for sure. The pandemic threw a curve on a lot of things, didn't it? Yeah, luckily, we have the ability and capability of, of assisting customers in a lot of different areas. So although what we thought we were going to be focusing on 2020 changed, we were still able to have successful business and continue to work on and support our customers. So that was the, that's the good thing. That is the good thing. It's, it's interesting how the conversation changed through COVID. Right now, customers are thinking about how, how do I get people working from home? I had a conversation with a customer today. They're looking at a new uh, phone system. One of their primary objectives is we've got to be able to work from home. And uh, they're they running an old system that they, they just really can't work from home with what they have today. Two years ago, that would have been a nice to have. Today, that's a primary objective. Yeah, you're not going to be deploying technology that you can't support a remote worker with going forward. And, and I think it's going to be that way. It's going to take us several years before we forget uh, and don't have that as a priority, I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, Tom, through through this pandemic, how have you and your family, if you don't mind my asking, how have y'all made it? We, we've done well um, so far. Uh, uh, we've uh, we've come through it okay. Uh, the blessing to work for a company like His Call that's nimble, and and uh, I've had a really good year. That uh, hasn't changed. Uh, luckily, uh, a lot of projects changed, the emphasis changed, but. You know, if you look at overall numbers on, you know, business that uh, his call was able to obtain during the pandemic, the overall level that uh, that I'm used to providing for uh, his call and for my family didn't didn't happen to change much. Matter of fact, it was a it was a really good year. So 2020 ended up being a great year. Uh, 2021 has been a great year so far. And so I'm just looking forward to continuing on and doing all those things. Well, you stay after it. You keep a lot of you keep a lot of things stirring. We talked about that a little bit on the last episode for twenty twenty one. Who's leading the leaderboard anyway? At the moment, uh, it's me again. Okay, so, all right. Well, yeah. good. Yeah, so for- I, I, I'm still still up there, uh, but obviously that can change. There's uh, I know some big things are in the pipeline. I just got to keep keep striving, keep going. You think Presidents Clubs in is in reach this year? Uh, yeah, I should be at President's Club by the end of the month. I think. Oh, by the end of the month? Yeah. Nice. That's, that's my that's my goal. Fantastic. That's awesome. Thank you. So all this success that you're um, 
that you're having and what you're selling. You talked about, you know, some of the things changing what you're selling and what are some of the big successes you've had? Maybe maybe some unique opportunities that you've sold or new technologies or something like that. Oh, you know, it's uh, there, there's been some interesting things. Yeah. You know, one of the target markets that uh, his call has uh, gone into this uh, just recently is the uh, apartment complex market. We've had a lot of customers who are apartment complex, right. uh, who had apartment complexes. But, you know, uh, we had one that uh, that I'll call out, uh, won't mention them by name because I didn't get it clear beforehand, but uh, they, Google Fiber gave them a bunch of microduct, which is what you run a fiber optic cable in, and they needed that run into each one of their apartments. And so they needed somebody to run that. So we're going to do that. So that's our first thing that we're doing something for Google Fiber, where they've asked uh, the new apartment complex being built to have that run. You know, it's always something new, but that was an interesting one. And and you know, very happy that uh, the customer trusted us to do that for them, and and looking forward to getting that one done. That's something that it just came in. You know, I guess probably started uh, recently, and and just going to get started on that project probably within the next week or so. That is very interesting. I had not even heard about that project, so that's good. That cabling infrastructure is is outside of my normal day to day stuff, so I don't always hear about all the big projects they've got going on, but. That's, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that, that was interesting. And of course, uh, now that his call is in the uh, in the cloud business, which we've been in that for a little while, and but uh, now we're providing actual dial tone services for customers. That's exciting because there's so many people that are so frustrated with their their phone company, and you know they're frustrated with these large cloud companies where you know they're just a number to them. And and I was talking to one last Thursday met with them and uh, they said they were on uh, trying to get a hold of their cloud telephony provider. They were on the, on the phone for three plus hours and couldn't get a hold of anybody. The only way they could get a hold of somebody was if they hit the button to pay a bill and then they could get a live person. Uh, it's no different. These large cloud companies, they're just like the phone companies. They are, their service is not very good. And they were very excited to hear about how his call can take care of them just like we always have. You know, the opportunity is there. It's a tremendous amount of opportunity. I just appreciate a company that's willing to see those opportunities and really respond to customers who are begging us to help them out uh, in so many ways. We've got a, another customer who's been a customer for years and years and years. And, you know, we just she just didn't realize that we did audiovisual systems. She goes, you mean I don't have to go to this other company anymore who doesn't return my calls? I can just go to you like I have for all the cameras and our cabling and all these other stuff? So, yeah. Not a problem. So we'll be uh, doing a uh, you know work for them. That's small stuff. It's nothing's really big in that scenario. But taking care of customers, you know, that's his cost philosophy, and customers need it. Seems like now more than ever. Well, that is his call voice connect. You're talking about. Um, we're going to be doing an episode on that in the coming months. So that is an exciting new offer that that we have and expecting big things there. What what customer has three hours to sit on the phone trying to get help on a product that they pay every month for? In this case, this customer is small, but I mean, it's still a $300 a month or so invoice to this, uh, this large uh, nationwide company and they can't even get a live person to talk to. Yeah. Tom, you named a bunch of products, technologies. In, in our last podcast, we covered a lot of things. 
uh, which where the title, A Mile Wide and Inch Deep, came from. You know something about everybody we sell. So today, we want to get a little deeper into one technology in particular. You brought to his call a sapling is a company that has been pioneering clock systems for a couple of decades or something. Tell us how you got involved or, or how you brought Sapling to his call. Well, I had done this at another company before, and it's a low-voltage application. His call does low-voltage applications. That's what we do. This scenario, I mean, it's something that we've all seen. If we went to a school, we saw this scenario. Uh, which is a clock-based solution where all the clocks are on the same time. So obviously every clock in a classroom has got to be on the same time. And so I'd worked with uh, these type of clock systems before and had one of my uh, customers in the medical field that they're like, hey, I need a clock system for uh, my small surgery centers. I said, well, I think I can do that. And But I hadn't looked at the technology in a while, frankly. And so I needed to get refreshed in that technology, as they say. And so I dug into it and looked at two or three different manufacturers, and uh, we settled on Sapling as the product and the manufacturer that had a lot of flexibility and can do whatever we needed. It's been a good solution for us. It's a great product, real flexible, uh, manufacturers easy to do business with. Uh, You know, there's a tremendous need for that in a lot of different industries where you need that consistency of time over uh, multiple devices throughout a building. So you're talking about a a synchronized clock system that provides the same exact time to all the clocks in the system. And it was a surgery center that asked you about providing those for them. Why is that important in a surgery center? Well, the scenarios are that you have charts and you're always recording charts. And whether it's electronic or manual, if uh, you're doing a surgery and uh, you look up on the wall and you write down the time as 945, Uh, They're leaving surgery and then they get into the post-op bed at 940 because the post-op bed's eight minutes behind the surgical clock, then you've got messed up charts. That just causes all kinds of problems because now everything's electronic. And so it wasn't as huge a deal when it was all paper, but now it's all electronic and that just flags all kinds of problems. So Mm -hmm. now your clocks have to be synchronized so that the OR clock and the clock in post-op and the clock in pre-op are all on the exact same time. Before, you know, these uh, synchronized clock systems made a lot of sense if you were in a school and you had a hundred of these clocks scattered all about the school system. Uh, Or you were in a manufacturing, large manufacturing facility and you needed these clocks all synchronized. And frankly, they're they're great, but they're expensive solutions for if you want to do just two or three or four or five, maybe eight, something like that. Having a full-blown synchronized clock system where you have a server and all the clocks cable back to the server, it's it's quite the undertaking. So that was what I was familiar with, but I, I dove into it. It's uh, We were able to find a s- small solution that worked well. Well, I, I, when you first brought it to his call, it took me a little bit of thinking to figure that there is a lot of opportunity to have synchronized clocks. You're talking about things being so digital today, having everything synchronized. And you think about different applications where time is important. You talked about in the surgery center of proper time on records. You mentioned school system also, hugely important, but court systems, manufacturing where people are paid on their time in and time out and all this kind of thing. All big reasons to have a synchronized clock system. 
Yeah, and, and a lot of those, you know, traditionally they've been using those for years in schools, obviously, and man, large manufacturing facilities and hospitals and and those uh, large synchronized clock systems, they're, they're large, they can be somewhat sophisticated, and those are great. But how do you get something with that same flexibility and functionality at the small end? And that's what we've determined. And, you know, frankly, it's just the Internet of Things the need for this large server that speaks to all the clocks and keeps every and every clock's connected to it and this this server that's in your facility manages all those clocks and everything nice thing now is we have national time clocks world clocks that are just on the internet so as long as you have a clock that can reach the internet you can now have even if you just need one and but you want it to be perfectly in time with the you know with the world clock you can simply put this uh clock in and point it to the internet and it uh, it gives you you know 100 accurate time right up there on the wall so you've got a master clock that is controlling the secondary clocks it's getting its time from uh ntp i, I read also it could be provided from a gps receiver as an option if you yeah, if you need it to those do that. options are available as well yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the the traditional was it was a server based scenario where you had a master clock and then it fed all the other clocks. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, if you say I only need five or so or ten, you don't have to have a master clock. You just sync all the clocks and point them to the the time server and the internet, and they are all standalone. So, gotcha. which okay. is a much less expensive. Now, if you have a lot of clocks, it's still less expensive to do the synchronized centralized controller because the individual clocks are less expensive. But if you just have a handful of clocks, it's uh, less expensive to just have that the intelligence at the clock, mm-hmm. I guess is the best way to describe it. It's where the intelligence is. Yeah, uh, makes sense. And so, you know, it, uh, do you buy centralized intelligence in a clock that doesn't know a whole lot, or do you have intelligence at each clock? It's just a numbers game of how many clocks uh, you need. Right. how it works. These surgery centers where you're you're providing these, are they using standalone model or are they using where they have a master clock controlling the secondaries? Uh, we're doing the standalone model for the majority of them, unless they're going to be big. They don't need a lot. They, you know, depend on how many ORs they have and how many patient bed areas they have. So it really, so far at this point, most of the centers haven't been large enough to justify the centralization and the complexity of getting all that set up. Mm-hmm. It's easier just to stick the clock on the network and let it operate. So these are these are POE clocks there. Correct. Yeah, yeah. the POE, they don't need, uh, you can do wireless versions of that, but when something's just got to work, I'm not a big fan of wireless because then your Wi-Fi connection can have a problem. You can have a power issue where you don't have you know, the battery runs down or what have you, and it's just easier if it's hardwired, and that way it just is going to work. Okay. These clocks there hanging on the wall, are they traditional-looking clocks? Do they have options there? Well, and that's the beauty of Sapling, and anybody listening to the podcast can just simply go to Sapling Clocks and uh, the webpage, but there is just so many different varieties of clocks. You know, you can do a digital readout, can do an analog readout, you know, traditional clock readout. You can have more of an industrial look. You can have more of a upscale, nice business or even semi-residential look. Say if you want something in like a maybe a nursing home or something like that, you could probably go with that look. So there's tons of different uh, looks. And so you have a lot of flexibility there. And that's nice. And that's one of the reasons we really like the Sackling product. It gives us a lot of flexibility for um, customers to choose what look and feel they need. 
Okay. Have you had an opportunity to propose the synchronized clocks in other areas or just in the surgery centers right now? Uh, mostly in the surgery centers. I, I have, you know, recommended uh, utilities. It's uh, it, it's useful in, in a lot of areas. And, you know, it's not just clocks. It's not just, it's, there's countdown timers. There's sometimes you have machinery that there's a certain thing that has to happen if it doesn't happen in a certain amount of time, then additional processes have to be taken to get that equipment back online. Well, you know, maybe you have a clock by that piece of equipment that, you know, give you a countdown timer and like, yeah, hey, if you don't get this system back online, then it's going to cost us money. Or it's going to cost us money. We're going to have to like more or less do a full reboot of some process. I had a customer that had uh, some vats that were at 3000 degrees if uh, they did not have power to those vats for a certain amount of time, they just couldn't reheat them. They had to like do all kinds of work. So it was critical. So, I mean, that could might be a countdown timer. You know, if, mm-hmm. if whatever reason the vat's offline, you know, you've got two hours. And if you don't get that vat back online two hours, then machinery that's, keep, that's needed for that may be down for days. It, it is very interesting. Um, lots more opportunity than I ever anticipated when we first started talking about sapling clock systems. Um, it, hey, I want to talk about the surgery centers for just a minute, if we can, while we're kind of in the area. You mentioned that you know, it's a low voltage application. Low voltage applications are what we do. You do a lot of work for the surgery centers that you assist around the country. From design to implementation, a lot of different low voltage applications. What all are you doing? I mean, from from infrastructure to synchronized clocks, telephony, network, what else? Well, nurse call's a big one. Yeah, nurse call. Uh, I I guess nurse call's where it drives it because uh, the nurse call solution is the life safety device that has to be done and has to be done right. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I guess it kind of starts from there. Then telephony comes along, you know, whatever that's. I mean, I've got different surgery center companies that we do just about everything for. And I have some that, you know, maybe we just do nurse call mm-hmm. or, you know, some other piece part of it. It really just kind of depends. But nurse call is a thing that has to be done, has to be done right. Because if it's not done right and you don't know what the codes are and you don't install it the way code people or the state are going to require it done, then they don't open for business. And, you know, medical facilities who aren't open don't bill. It's thousands of dollars if you have to skip a week or two weeks or a month because that inspector said, oh, this isn't done right. Excellent. That's exactly right. Well, Tom, what are you looking forward to most in finishing out this year? Finishing out this year, I'll just keep on uh, working on uh, on different projects. And I guess uh, personally, I've just put my uh, my youngest daughter off to college, and so I'm finding out that I actually like hanging around my wife. So yeah. that's been nice. Uh, and so yeah, but I mean, I got uh, I got a lot of great customers. My hope is to be able to get out and see them. With COVID surge that's come back, I may not be going out and visiting and eating. Uh, with uh, customers like I and making sure that they're doing well in a face-to-face meeting. But, you know, hopefully this kind of get behind us here before too long and we can start that back up. I thought we were about to do that as of this summer, but here we are in September and things aren't trending the right direction. But, you know, hopefully we'll see. Now, I was just about to say, you've been able to do a little bit of traveling this year. You've been to Florida. You just recently came back from St. Louis, I believe, right? Uh, Yeah, those were good trips. 
Uh, and we had a great customer appreciation dinner oh, a couple weeks ago at, uh, at a really neat little restaurant in Martin, Tennessee called the Opera House. Had a lot of customers there, and, and I appreciate them coming out, and that was that was really good. Well, Tom, thank you for coming in to Dixon today, sitting down here at the podcast studio with me and talking about synchronized clocks. If you would uh, like to get more information, hey, give Tom a call or give his call. Uh, reach out to us here, and we'll put you in touch with somebody. If you want to check out their website, it's sapling-inc.com. So check them out. It's a really neat application. Well, thanks again, Tom. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the His Call Technology Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date with today's business communication trends. To learn more about His Call solutions for your business needs or to listen to previous podcasts, visit us at our website, hiscall.com.